Welcome to this Touch podcast activity, which has been recorded for Touch Oncology. This podcast aims to bring you expert perspectives from a multidisciplinary team on the case-based implementation of immune checkpoint inhibitors in endometrial cancer through shared decision-making. This activity is funded by an independent medical education grant from GlaxoSmithKline. This activity is provided by Touch IME. In this podcast, a gynaecological oncologist and a medical oncologist discuss the role of immunotherapy in advanced or recurrent endometrial cancer, with a focus on the mechanism of action of immune checkpoint inhibitors, recent approvals and new trial data. Hello, my name is uh, Ilaria Colombo and I'm joined today by Professor Christian Mart from Innsbruck University to discuss how can we improve the outcome of patients with advanced recurrent endometrial cancer with the use of immune checkpoint inhibitors. We can start the discussion on this uh, very important uh, topic and I think we are all excited about the news that we have uh, recently on the use of immune checkpoint inhibitors in endometrial cancer. So, Christian, what do you think are the key challenges that we have in the treatment of endometrial cancer? Yeah, thank you very much, Ilaria. I think it's a very important point. So, for decades in the treatment of advanced or recurrent endometrial can- cancer, we had endocrine therapy and we had chemotherapy. So, most recently, we had this first-line therapy in endometrial carcinoma. We used carboplatin paclitaxel combination, which resulted in an overall response rate of 50% and a progression-free survival of 14 months, an overall survival of 37 months. In a recurrent situation, the second-line situation, chemotherapy gave us a very poor outcome. So it was an approximately response rate of uh, 10 to 15 percent. So altogether, chemotherapy is not a good option for those patients and there's an urgent need to improve and so we are happy to be today here and to discuss the new new possibilities which have been developed recently. Yeah, thank you very much. I I completely completely agree and um... So we have seen uh, recently that immune checkpoint inhibitors have uh, entered uh, first clinical trial and now uh, clinical practice for the treatment of these uh, patients. So uh, can you tell us a bit about uh, how, which is the mechanism of action of immune checkpoint inhibitors and uh, why they are you know, relevant in this, uh, in this tumor type? Yes, the cancer cells are able to do be protected against the activity of the immune system because they express PDL1. And this PDL1 receptor is downregulating the deregulatory cells, inhibiting them to attack the cancer cells. And when we use checkpoint inhibitors, masking these, these uh, PDL1 receptor, then the uh, effector cells are able to attack again um, the, the, the cancer cells. And this mechanism is especially effective when um, the uh, effector cells, the lymphocytes, are able to find antigens which are uh, maybe tumor-associated antigens or foreign antigens, and then this type of treatment is very efficient. 
So therefore, it's important to understand how the, these cancer cells are expressing these new antigens. And we know now that since the uh, results of the Cancer Genome Atlas and many other publications, that uh, mismatch repair deficiency is one of the most important parameters telling us uh, what are tumors which might respond to immune checkpoint inhibitors. So, thank you very much for uh, clarifying this uh, very well. And, uh, you know, as you say at the beginning, we have now this new option and I think this is very important for a patient with uh, with endometrial cancer and uh, can you tell us uh, uh, which are the approved uh, immunotherapy agents that we have available now for the treatment of uh, of our patients with endometrial cancer yeah many phase 2 or phase 1 phase 2 trials have been performed with finally resulted then and also an approval of of immune checkpoint inhibitors so what, what we understood and that we have uh, a large experience uh, with uh, the Garnet trial and Dostalimab, and we have also a large experience with the Keynote 158, the Pembrolizumab. In both cases, uh, it has been observed that the over-response rate for mismatch repair deficient uh, tumors was approximately 46 and 48%. So that's much more than has been seen ever with other types of treatment in endometrial carcinoma. For the mismatch repair proficient tumor, the uh, over-response rate was significantly lower with approximately 11 and 15% for these two uh, agents, which are now available uh, in Europe for the treatment of um, endometrial carcinoma. And... Uh... We have seen, uh, as you explained very well, that uh, immune checkpoint inhibitor alone uh, are less active in tumors that are mismatch repair proficient. So what has been done to, to try, for example, to increase the activity of this agent uh, in this patient population? Yes, there has been several approaches. In, in, in second line, especially a combination of checkpoint inhibitors with uh, anti-angiogenic agent has been evaluated. The combination of pembrolizumab with lenvatinib in the Keynote 775 trial. And in this, this combination clearly showed us that in mismatch repair deficient, you have approximately 42% over response rate, which is very similar to what has been seen by single agent. However, in the mismatch repair proficient group, the uh, response rate was increased from 11, 15% to 32%. And this trial also demonstrated in um, second line endometrial carcinoma for the first time that the combination of checkpoint inhibitor plus um, tyrosine kinase inhibitor improved not only the response rate, but also resulted in an overall survival benefit and obviously also in a progression-free survival benefit. So I think that's a, a major step forward. However, we could also think to look for other combinations. And this was especially also um, evaluated more in first-line therapy. So can we combine chemotherapy with uh, checkpoint inhibitor therapy? So this approach is uh, interesting because we assume that by uh, chemotherapy, we might result in a release of, again, 
um, tumor-associated antigens, and this could increase the efficacy of uh, checkpoint inhibitor therapy. And so, therefore, it was it was a clear, uh, straightforward clinical trial to look and to evaluate the combination of chemo plus checkpoint inhibitor therapy. Yeah, and uh, thank you very much, Christian, for mentioning this study. I think this has been one of the most important news this year in the endometrial cancer. We have seen the results of the RUBY trial with the Starlimab and the NRG GAT study with Pembrolizumab. Uh, could you please tell me really what you think and what are the most important you know, take-home messages from this study that were presented and published this year? Yeah, I think that's really amazing what, what we saw with this with these trials. So for the first time, uh, it, we could demonstrate that especially in the mismatch repair deficient group, uh, we saw an amazing increase in uh, progression-free survival. So when, when we look in the, in the, in the Ruby trial, the combination of carboplatin, bacritaxel, plastostadima was uh, resulted in a hazard ratio of 0.28 compared to carboplatin, bacritaxel only. And what I think it's the most important finding is not only this amazing hazard ratio resulting in a progression-free survival of 15% after two years compared to 61%. So this is an increase of, of almost 50% in the progression-free survival. But more important, after one year, there have been no progression so, uh, events anymore. So the curves are completely plateauing. So for the first time, we might dream that we would be able to increase the cure rate in uh advanced or recurrent endometrial carcinoma. Very similarly, also the second trial, the NRGO18 trial, also resulted in an improvement in uh, progression-free survival uh, in the mismatch repair deficient group. For the proficient group, also both trials, the uh, NRGO18 and the RUBY trial, both demonstrated an, an progression-free survival benefit, although the difference was uh, reduced. And here, I think it will be necessary to better understand what are the patients who have a response by the addition of a checkpoint inhibitor therapy. Yeah, so thank, thank you very much. And uh, I completely agree with your sentence. Say that's really, these results are uh, amazing. And uh, if we go back to the beginning of our discussion, when you well describe the poor result that we have with the chemotherapy in first and uh, in second line, we can really understand how immune checkpoint uh, inhibitor have, uh, you know, really changed the treatment paradigm of this tumor. And the last last question, the last point that I just want to ask to close this interesting session is, uh, I think we are just at the beginning of what we are improving or doing in the endometrial cancer. And, and just a short comment on your uh, Few insight in the future. What will, what will be the other data that we are awaiting and that may give us a further important results? Yeah, I think this this uh, promising results um, really raise the question: Do we really need chemotherapy? So could we avoid chemotherapy by evaluating the uh, checkpoint inhibitor therapy only? Uh, and here, two trials are ongoing, very important, the Domenica trial, the mismatch repair 
deficient patient, they will be randomized between uh, chemo versus a checkpoint inhibitor dostalimab. On the other hand, we might also uh, try to combine checkpoint inhibitor therapy with, again, the tyrosine kinase inhibitor like lenvatinib, and this trial, the LEAP-001 trial, the ngot en 9 trial, will also ask the question, can we in first line avoid chemotherapy uh, to uh, treat those patients chemo-free also in the mismatched proficient case? And the final question, should we move even forward? Should we, should we try to uh, use checkpoint inhibitor therapy in the adjuvant setting? And the last question, obviously, are other combinations. Interesting. So we all know that the PARP inhibitor might play a role, and the first trials are coming to, to apply also PARP inhibitor in the treatment of endometrial carcinoma to increase, again, the efficacy of um, a checkpoint inhibitor therapy. So thank you very much. So important data we have now, important results, but a lot of has still to to come. So I think uh, one important message uh, for 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 you know our colleagues and for the patient as well is that the treatment of this tumor is uh, is improving, and we need to still you know be really tuned on the new results that we will uh, will be presented soon as well. So thank you very much, uh, Christian, for this. Uh, lovely discussion and this uh, interesting uh, uh, review of the most important data on immunotherapy in endometrial cancer. Thank you very, very much, Ilar. It was a pleasure to discuss with you this really new developments in endometrial carcinoma. Thank you for listening to this Touch podcast. You can access more content on gynaecological cancers on Touch Oncology at www.touchoncology.com. Don't forget there are two other chapters in this series, so please listen in for further insights from the multidisciplinary team.